1: This is Julie Newmore, and you are listening to TV
0: Confidential. Ed Robertson with a reminder that James DeMont will join us later on the hour. If you have to stay tuned for that in the meantime, Chuck Harder is with us for some final thoughts on the legacy of the Monkees television series chuck wrote the acclaimed documentary hey hey we're the monkeys for which he interviewed all four monkeys mickey Dolan, davy jones peter torque and mike nesmith as well as anybody who was somebody who was part of the monkeys phenomenon calendar year 2023 marks the 55th anniversary of the second and final season of the monkeys you can enjoy the monkeys friday nights on the axis tv digital channel axis a x s axis tv any final words Well,
1: The monkeys will always be with us. I did not know it's currently or was recently being broadcast. I think that's great. And I think, especially younger people, which I I think is wonderful, if they at least see a few and they're not put off maybe by the clothes or the longer hair on the guys or groovy or whatever, they can just sort of see it for what it is, I think they'll like it. And that's why these two mid-20s, younger girls who technically shouldn't be into it at all, love it. (laughs) They should be Harry Styles or, you know, whatever is the current big thing. But no, they like it. And the monkeys hold up. It's a well-directed, produced, and written show throughout. The four of them are very, very good. And this is an irony, and I don't know what the answer is here. Maybe there are several. As good as they were in the show, the four real monkeys – None of them became character actors, comic character actors, in their later lives. Yeah. Um, Nesmith uh, became a sketch comic and directed, you know, music videos and elephant parts Part. and stuff. The other three did various things, but they tended more to continue in the monkeys recording performing side of their presentation particularly after 86 and MTV brought back the show as around 86 well yeah and that that's a good point before we get out of here Uh, an amazing phenomenon happened in 1986 in which MTV which I think had been going about four years then and Mm -hmm. was massively popular aired a monkeys rerun of 24 hours of nothing but monkeys and the ratings went through the roof suddenly there was a demand by young people in the mid 80s for the monkeys and a short tour turned into 300 dates and uh dolens jones and torque went out nesmith was too busy but he showed up a little bit and the monkeys had a whole new lease on life and that went into 87 88 and 89 where they did shows and all kinds of stuff you know was happening and then things died down, and then amazingly in the mid-90s, here's another resurgence where um, they toured, all four of them toured England, and they recorded a new album. And there was even a new TV special, and uh, which uh, ironically is not that different from... 33 and a third in that the music sequences are good, but a lot of the comedy is kind of eh. Yeah. It, it's stiff. It doesn't quite go. And again, with them, I, I, if I'm i not getting his name exact. I'm close. Brandon Tarkintoff? Uh Brandon Tarkov. Okay. He was a huge fan. And in the 90s, he got them a three TV special deal. And great. So they did the first special, which didn't do well. And then died. He died in NBC or whatever. I don't know if it was NBC. I but
0: think the, it aired on ABC. But. Or ABC or whatever said, thank you. No, we don't need any more. Ironically, they aired it on a Monday night. And I forget what the opposition was. Well, it, was.
1: It, it probably uh, Gunsmoke. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Gunsmoke ran 90 <laughs> years. You know, unbelievable. But, no, it, it's it's funny. Um, and And also what i always thought was so interesting is the monkeys because of the show are frozen in time as those young guys in their 20s mm-hmm. and even in the 80s you know it was 20 years later so then now in their 40s um they were still in the teen mags along with groups from the mid 80s yeah new ones and it didn't matter that they were older. And even in the nineties it doesn't matter. Mickey Dolans, um, who apparently I heard recently cancelled some shows doing due to exhaustion. So I hope he's okay. Yeah. He's a good guy. He's he really got a book.
0: I believe he has a book coming out. He has hall, a yeah. book
1: coming out with a lot of his photos of the day and other stuff and, and good for him. Uh Mickey uh I wouldn't say is a close friend, but I know him and he's a good fella and his heart's in the right place, and as he said, he's flying the flag for the monkeys. Well, if I get him on the show, you're going to be sitting here with I wouldn't have it any other way. But no, the monkeys are are just a very interesting phenomena that um, has had a shelf life that none of the other shows of the time did. I know Adam West and Burt Ward went out to do conventions for many years, Mm -hmm. but that faded away. But nothing on the level of the monkeys. Yeah,
0: and the monkeys, for the most part, when you uh, like from '86 through the death of Davy, certainly mm-hmm. they weren't just doing two or three songs at the county fair. You know, they were doing full ninety-minute, two-hour shows. That's right. And even after Davy died, um, Nesmith came back, and the three of them did a number of shows up until Peter died. Although, so, although sometimes Nesmith joined the, the two of them, and sometimes I think it was just Peter and and Mickey, but. And I think I said this to you, I'm pretty sure I said this to you off mic. I don't know if I said this to you on the air. All of my sisters are big monkeys fans. They saw Peter, Davy, and Mickey up in Northern California, 2011, something like that. Yeah. 2010, 2011, about a year before Davy died. And then um, six, eight months later, Nesmith comes back and they start... The, Peter, Mike, and um, Mickey—they perform a lot of Nesmith songs, but they, you know, they, they they do the Daydream Believer with the with the blow up of Davy in the background. And my sisters, to a person, said it's not the same without Davy. Well, no, it, it it wasn't. I I saw
1: the tour where Nesmith came back with, after Davy died, and it was good in one way that Mike was there because yeah. he didn't do too much, and they were able to do a lot of Mike songs, but. Dolans and Tork had to kind of tone down a bit to Nesma's level of energy yeah. and presence. So it became almost like a folk rock musician monkey show mm-hmm. where Jones was the showman, the Paul McCartney, the energy. So it was different.
0: And as you said, I think of the four, Davy was the only one who who, who understood the mon- the monkeys phenomenon.
1: Yeah, that's true. I I had several long talks with them. Some I cannot repeat on the air, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> among other things we talked about, in, in vivid, descriptive detail and honesty, was, um, yeah, Jones understood what they were. That they were an entertaining, light comedy, pop performer thing and the other three not not as much and i think sadly davy was not listened to as much mm-hmm. uh for whatever reason uh and this gets back to what i've said several times the monkeys were thrown together four guys thrown together you know that that has happened a lot in the years since with boy bands especially in the 90s, you know, New Kids on the Block or in sync or that kind of thing. You know, let's get five guys. Okay, we need a blonde one and a dark one and a tall one and a cute one and a sidekick or something like that. But the monkeys were thrown together, and Nesmith said something rather profound, and this is why it's even more remarkable they gelled so well. He said it's kind of like you take a great football player, a great basketball player, a great golfer, and a great bowler and put them on a team and say, okay, be a team. Well, we're all completely different, both musical and acting and showbiz aspirations or interpretations of showbiz. It shouldn't have worked, but it did. And they all did really work well together. And there was a, there is a charisma there when you see the shows again. And when it's good, and it's good a lot of the time, they're magical. They really are. And I, I don't mean that in a starry-eyed, nostalgic sense, but they're just, it's a good show. It's fun. It really is. It looks good. The music's good. It goes by quick. And occasionally there's, you know, some genuine emotion or there's just some really freaky, what the hell is this, you know, or <laughs> or whatever. It's It's challenging and comforting at the same time. And that's really what television is. So the monkeys are a, a uh, phenomena that is still with us. And I'm sure when Mickey, you know, rides off to monkey land, in some way the monkeys will continue. So listeners of TV Confidential, check out some monkeys. You know, if you haven't seen it in a while, see it again. And uh, as I said, uh, and, and I, I'll say this the last time, do not misinterpret my criticisms of the second season meaning that i didn't like it or it's no good no it is um but worth seeing and and a lot of fun so if you want some entertainment that will make you smile and get your toe tapping with some good music from some outstandingly talented comic performers and directors and scripters and production and all of that sort of thing Check out the monkeys' TV series. It's one of a kind, and um,
0: it will always be with us. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach. With your people, and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com/slash AI for all.
2: The FBI Dossier: A Guide to the Classic TV Series, produced by Quinn Martin and starring Ephraim Zemlis Jr. The FBI Dossier, now available at BlackPawnPress.com, Amazon.com, and edrobertson.com.
0: One more item, save the dates. Join Coda Life and Well Time as they kick off the new year with their amazing Radiance Retreat 2024, January 19th through January 21st in the beautiful beach town of Malibu, California. Radiance Retreat 2024 is a weekend of wellness, healing, and stillness that will help you reclaim your vibrancy, your power, and callback your energy. For more information, follow Code of Life Goddess on Instagram. That's C-O-T-A, Code of Life Goddess on Instagram, Code of Life on Facebook, or visit life.com What are you working on next, Chuck? Well, currently, two things. Musically, because I do
1: sing and play a bit of guitar, and at my last show, Ed Robertson and a friend very kindly came. It was good. And I have just officially begun writing my next book, which will be on the 1932 cult horror classic film, Freaks. Todd Browning. Todd Browning did, and they did it for MGM. And I've been researching it about five years. I have amazing material, tons of... Amazing visuals, and uh, it's going to be really good. So that's, uh, I'm diving into the world of freaks. Well, I went from the monkeys to the freaks,
0: or did I? <laughs> but anyway, monkeys then, freaks now. Well, we'll we'll look forward to taking a deep dive when you're ready. Always good to have you on, Chuck. Thanks again for joining us.
1: All right. Thank you, Ed. And everybody, you keep monkeying around here. James DeMont will join us. We
0: come back on TV Confidential. <laughs>
2: uh, mm.